here again with some beautiful continuation of Let's Understand Now. Now that we understand we have a relationship, how do we do it? What, what are the steps? What can we do to build it slowly, step by step, to feel connected, to feel good, to feel like he hears me, to feel like he hears me, and to feel like I really want to connect to this God? Because it is one of the greatest things in the world when you have God in your life. You feel protected. You feel loved. So we're going to ask Michelle, how do we start to build this relationship one baby step at a time? Thank you. Okay, so I think there's a few ways that one can start building a relationship. I think the first is, again, let's go back to the analogy of building a new friendship, right? When I first make a new friend um, and I... I start to communicate with them and be in touch with them. I probably am not going to ask them to loan me a quarter of a million dollars to start my new business, right? I'm probably going to start off by saying, um, hey, can I borrow a cup of sugar, neighbor? Can I, uh, do you have the time? You know, are you available to chat uh, this evening and so on? And then slowly, slowly, I might work up towards something large. Now, the wonderful thing about Hashem is that the first time you talk to him, you can turn to him and ask for a quarter million dollars because He's not like humans. He doesn't get affected in a negative way by the fact that we ask for big things. All he wants is for us to involve him. But certainly, of course, the bigger the request, the more that we kind of have to be a little patient with it because he wants us also to develop as people through the process of asking for these things. You know, as opposed to it being an ATM machine where I put my money in and I get I get my requests answered. Um, he likes to hear from us and that's why... He wants big things to be asked for so that we can turn to him. Uh, That being the case, um, in order to sustain myself while I ask for the big things, it's also helpful to involve him in my life over the little things. Um, So for example, let's say I need a parking space, right? And I'm driving around the parking lot and uh, to supermarkets, even during COVID, people are looking for a spot, right? Now, I could just look around for a spot use my eyes use my brain and say oh there's one and and swing into the space or in that moment I could take a second and say Hashem can you please help me find a parking spot and then when a parking spot pulls up right in front of the store just as I needed it I, I not only get the parking spot but I get a moment of relationship with Hashem and therefore any moment in my life can be turned into this extremely beautiful spiritual experience as a result of bringing Hashem into my regular life. And the more that we do that, the more that we start to see proof of that relationship existing, the more we want a relationship and the more that it becomes easier, easier, for, easier for us to do so. Yeah. So that's the one thing that I would say. The other thing I would say is if you want to know who an author is, you read their book and you get a sense of who they are as a person. So the more that we learn, whatever it is that we want to pick up about Hashem and get a sense of what he wrote and who he is. That's another wonderful way to do it. So all the classes that you do with Chaisara um, or a Jewish book that you can pick up at a Jewish bookstore and have a read, a page here, a page there. All of that helps us to connect to who this author is. as it were. And I wish you all luck in, in your developing your relationship with Hashem. It's the best relationship you can have. Highly recommend it. So let me ask you a quick question. Did, could you give us your French fry story, like a little mini one, where you just turned to God and you felt Him, you know? 
Ah, uh, sure. Uh, so we were talking about involving Hashem. People often ask me in my life. I teach about prayer a lot um, in seminary and so on. People always say, sometimes say to me, you know, Michelle, I feel like I'm using God, you know? Like, he doesn't need to ask. He doesn't need to hear my prayers about all these silly small things. Shouldn't I use the power of prayer only for things that, like, I can't handle on my own? And we misunderstand because, again, there's nothing more beautiful than having a relationship with Hashem. And he wants to be involved with us. There's not, you know, when you have a friend and you haven't seen them in a while and you ask how they are and they're like, fine. And this is a friend that maybe you were in college with and when you were in college with them, you knew what they ate for breakfast and you knew every situation that went on and what they were doing with their professor, what was happening, why they're arguing about marks and so on, right? Nothing worse than someone saying I'm fine because now I don't know anything about your life and I used to. Shem just wants to be that person that knows what's going on with us during college and therefore when I involve him in small little things, um, it makes him super happy, right? It makes him joyful because he created us and he just wants to know us and he wants him to know us to know him. So here's the story. I decided I was going to go on a diet, as you do. And uh, after a while of being on this diet, it was a particular day where I was starving. I hadn't eaten all day because I'd been busy with work and so on. It got to 4 p.m. And I'm in the center of town in Jerusalem and I'm starving. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm just going to get a slice of pizza. Like I just have to get some food in me. Um, so I went and ordered a slice of pizza. And while I'm standing there on the menu, stuck on the wall, it said French fries, right? Chips. And I thought, oh, I'll get a side of French fries as well. That sounds delicious. I just had the smell and the image of it in my mind, you know? So I put the order through. And after a couple of minutes when they're already making the order, I think to myself, well, that was a bit silly. Like, I'm on a diet. I didn't really need the chips. What did I order that for, you know? So instead of just beating myself up and thinking like an idiot, I decided to turn it into a prayer, into a tefillah. So I turned to Hashem and I said, Hashem, I don't know what I'm supposed to do about this right now because I can't cancel the food order. It's a waste of food. But I just want you to know that I'm trying to look after myself so I have energy to do things in the world. And I just want you to know that I know that that was silly. <laughs> and that was the small little prayer. Anyway, the pizza comes, the chips comes, and uh, the, the french fries, and I toke them both outside, and I sit at the tables outside. Don't quite know what I'm going to do with the chips yet, and um, I make a blessing on the food, on the pizza, as we do before we eat, and I had a slice of pizza. And then suddenly, not a minute goes by, this homeless man wanders over to my table. He doesn't say a word. He takes his hand. He reaches it out. He puts it inside my bucket of chips. He takes, I would say, nearly all the chips in his hands and walks off without saying a word. <laughs> That's a relationship with Hashem. I got an answer to my prayer. I got to do a good deed for someone who obviously needed food. And he got fed. It's amazing what happens when we just open up and we just ask for the small things. And what you get is a private joke with Hashem and a moment of connection. And then that makes the moments where I'm sitting thinking, should I stop doing this on Shabbat? Should I not? So much easier because now it's not a burden or a set of rules. It's something I want to do because I love Hashem and I want to be in a relationship with Him. So I wish you all luck in the process.